Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Hope the weekend was great. This is Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network. Catch us uh, Monday at 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, and uh, the other Edgework crews every morning talking about uh, the week uh, that was in hockey and kind of previewing our best bets for uh, tonight. We get the Monday show so we can look back at the weekend. And it was a crazy weekend on the ice. Lots happened. I'm Andrew Walker. Uh, you can catch my stuff on the Hedge Pot up in Canada. Joe Madden from Joe Madden Sports in Calgary and Zach Phillips from the Hammer Betting Network. What's up, everybody? Not much. I'm just reeling in the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, finding ways to get points in 14 straight, 14 straight <laughs> yeah. games. So uh, it's been not bad here in Toronto. But, I mean, that's something I'm sure we're going to talk about. It's just tempered expectations everyone's a little hesitant to get overly excited about anything at all so eh, it is what it is try to enjoy it while it's going on you know what this is do you watch yellowstone do you guys watch the show yellowstone yeah i've never watched it what you're from calgary and you're not watching yellowstone <laughs> i am not how do we have time to watch yellowstone with all the sports going on it's well it, it's uh it's it's so the thing about yellowstone it's a it's a good show. It's a fun show. They don't take itself too seriously. But the one thing about watching it, like a lot of things, you got to suspend disbelief, right? You have to. Um, and that's a lot of movies, a lot of shows. You got to get it through your head that yeah, this is maybe a little bit unrealistic, but it's fun. I feel like the Leafs are like Yellowstone because deep down, like I deep, deep down, the fans the fans have to like you have to be like somewhat concerned. Like everything can go well, everything can go right for you, but at the end of the day, you're like, oh my god, like what? What is the first round playoff matchup going to look like in April? There's so much PTSD there, right? But I mean, it's the it's a fine line between just enjoying the good things right now, Zach, and and also like dreading the future, maybe. Well, it's hard to because last year Matthews went on that run. He had fifty and fifty, and whether you want to put an asterisk beside it or not, like that's not that's what fifty and to... fifty is, but that's uh, fine. But yeah. the it, the whole thing happens where he goes on the huge run, has a ton of goals in a short period of time, essentially scores sixty, and it's like, hey, he sets a Leafs franchise record. He does all these incredible things, and it's like while he's doing it, the entire time it's happening, everyone's like. Well, like first round, you're going to lose in the first round. And then it's like, okay, well, like, let's get there and see what happens. Then they lose in the first round. Basically, that whole thing doesn't matter. And then it's like, are we just going to be miserable for 82 games every single year? Like, it kind of sucks to have to do that. But it's like, well, what else are we expecting? Like, we've seen the same thing year after year after year. So it's kind of like, until you show me something different, I don't know what else I can expect. Yeah, I mean, it's in a lot of ways. I feel like, well, even your team in Calgary, Joe. It's it's not quite the Leafs. Like the Leafs have lost in the first round, whatever it is, six year, six seven years in a row. But you know, it, it's weird in Calgary because it was kind of the same thing, and there was such a weight lifted when Johnny Gaudreau scored that game seven OT winner against Dallas, and then you know that didn't last very long before uh, huge changes in Calgary. So it's not yeah. necessarily something you can you can hold on to if you're a if you're a fan. No, absolutely. And then looking at this season, this season is falling apart for the Calgary Flames. Andrew, I want to know if the Leafs are like Yellowstone, who's Calgary like? Just like a lot of this <laughs> right now. It's not looking good for us. Calgary's like game seven of Game of Thrones is what it is right now. Right. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is very excited. And then the season started. And you're like, wait, what? This is it? CGI dragons? What are you, what are you talking about? It's going about? right for the torture segment, hey? I will, I will say that the one thing that's rubbed me wrong about uh, the Calgary Flames, like, and this is just the whatever, the funny online discourse, 
but like they're selling like shirts and stuff right now and really trying to get Hubie Mania going in Calgary. And I'm like, doesn't he have like five points? Like, is it, it maybe yeah. a little too early for Hubie Mania? It is way too early. I'm not hearing the buzz around the city about him either. I think the publicity team's trying to buzz him up, try to give us some hope here in Calgary, but it's not working. That's for sure. Well, the interesting thing about your team, I think, is still the goaltending, right? Like, yeah. goalies go up and down, and, you know, I, I think Markstrom's a good goalie. I think Jack Campbell's a pretty good goalie in Edmonton, but guys have brutal stretches. That's just the nature of the position. And it looks like right now, I like both guys have lost their job. Is it Dan right. Vladar's right. Cre- crease in Calgary now? Absolutely. The whole city is behind Dan Vladar here. Um, I love the jokes comparing him to Darth Vader, um, Dan Vladar, uh, right? It's just absolutely phenomenal. I think he's a better goalie than Jacob Markstrom. I think Jacob Markstrom, those playoffs, what Edmonton was able to do against him got in his head, and I think it's rattled him. And he's almost got like this ultra ego out on the ice where he's just making stupid plays out there that if he got back to his bases, I think we would see the Jacob Markstrom we've seen before. But He's not. He's uh, he's rattled on that ice. So I know, you know, it's always about the Leafs, Zach. We both wanted to talk about them a little bit. Um, uh, and and I, I go back and forth. My thing is a is a possible futures bet on the Leafs today. What about you? Uh, no, my my only beef was actually with uh, with the coach of the Calgary Flames in regards to the Leafs. And it was the statements he made after the game on Saturday night. Um, if you watch the game, which like I obviously did, the Calgary Flames managed to take seven penalties, uh, giving the Leafs, it, it turned out to be six power plays, essentially, uh, just because of some offsetting stuff that went on. But six of those penalties were 100% like no question penalties. And the seventh one was maybe questionable. I could understand some frustration on there. But he goes into the media after being like, ever since I was in Chicago, every time you come to Toronto, like this is what it is. Well, okay, fair enough. Maybe you personally have got the raw end of the deal, but if you go and look at some of the stats and some of like the penalty differentials of at home and out on the road splits, Toronto is 16th in the league since like 2015 or whatever it was that he was referring to in terms of penalty differential at home. So right smack dab in the middle and the team that was right behind them with one penalty different at home with one less penalty, uh, like power play four was Calgary. So I know he hasn't been there the entire time, but it's like, all right, like glass houses. And then to make it worse is that if you look on the flip side in terms of penalty differential on the road, there is a very distinctive difference between home and away because on the road, teams are getting the raw end of the deal. There was two teams since like 2015 that have had positive uh, power plays to penalty kills on the road. The Chicago Blackhawks were one of the two teams, and he was referring to his time in Chicago and how he was always getting screwed on the road. Like He was one of the guys getting benefited on the road. Look, I don't have a problem with coming and complaining about the penalties after the fact. That's fine. If you felt like you got the raw end, you got the raw end. But to put it on solely Toronto, I think is bogus. And people sitting there saying like, oh, the situation rooms in Toronto, that's why they get goals called off and stuff. It's like, that's all nonsense. Like this, (laughs) that stuff is so ridiculous to me. Some of that just gets, that gets to me. I'm like, what are we talking about here? Like, what are we talking about? Zach, you are talking about exactly what Daryl Sutter wants you to talk about. You are a pawn 
on the chessboard. The one thing about Daryl, <laughs> you think he believes the stuff he's talking about? He has no idea. But they go into Toronto. They lose to a Leafs team. Everyone's talking about the Leafs. You know, people are, are on the Flames this year. They're on Jacob Markstrom. They're on all the, all the moves they made. When are they going to figure it out? Uh, the one thing about Daryl Sutter, he is way smarter than he looks and way smarter than he appears. So he goes on the podium after a tough loss in Toronto. And rather than talk about, you know, some of his guys who are struggling or why they haven't figured it out, he says some random thing about the refs. And now guys like you are looking in almanacs to try to figure out the power play differential <laughs> of the 1978 Chicago Blackhawks. So he's like perfectly orchestrated this. And, and it's exactly what he wanted. So, yeah, does he believe the stuff he's saying? Probably not, I would say. That's fair. That's fair. I just had to get it off my chest. I'm like, if I watch <laughs> yeah. the game and I'm yeah. sitting there and I see the comments after the fact and he's like, oh, like we got the raw end of the deal. I'm like, <laughs> Daryl, I know you know hockey. Like, those yeah. were penalties. He, they're taking high-sticking penalties. They sent a guy off with broken jibs, and they sent Matthews off with a bloody mouth. They sent Sandine off. I think he was bleeding as well. I'm like, these are penalties. These are undisputable oh, penalties. Penalties are penalties. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to pass the buck a little bit. What was your uh, big weekend takeaway, Joe? Yeah, there's a couple things I want to look at. Vegas, in the first period as an underdog, has been absolute money. They got that first period win over the Boston Bruins. Um, it's now been six first periods as an underdog that they have won. So something to look for. And then I also want to wish Mike McCarron all the best of the Predators as he enters the Players Assistance Program. So um, unknown why he's entering that, but we all know it's for definitely a good reason why he'd enter that program and then I want to talk about the Capitals and the Jets that second period the Capitals just lit up the net getting those four goals it was unbelievable to see what they're able to do but if you took away that second period the Jets actually played a really solid game I know they lost they got um the Capitals got an empty netter as well so it was a crazy game out on the ice I was on the wrong side of that bet but Hellebuck still had a good day. He saved, what, 31 or 35 shots on goal. So it was a good one out there on this weekend. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin, I, I pay close attention. I think we all do, obviously, uh, with the Caps, just because of the, the chase for Gretzky. Now he's into double digits away. He's going to yeah. get there in the next couple of years, I would think. I have a big bet with a friend, too, round of golf anywhere in North America if Ovi is the all-time goal-scoring champ. So I'm invested. Uh, but this week was hilarious because Ovi scored – including in that Winnipeg game, four empty net goals this week. I don't know if I've seen that. Like if you're playing yeah. against them and I don't know if you're, if you're playing against them in fantasy hockey, you'd want to jump off a bridge because four empty yeah. net goals is, is tough, but Hey man, you don't get to 900 without finding different ways to score. I guess. Four is insane. I can't believe he's got that many. I didn't pay close enough attention. Yeah. Yeah. Two and one. He had... Yeah. Two in one game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think last but, year he had just over 10 on the season too. And he had, he had 50 yeah. goals last year. Uh, my, uh, my takeaway is uh, all right. So I, I felt I was hard enough on the Leafs and, and yes, I'm glad I'm not a Leafs fan because it's this. Um, yeah. What do you ever, whatever you want to call it, misery of the entitled, right? So many good things are happening right now for the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's hard to ignore. If you told me, Hey, like, you know, the Devils are good. The Bruins are good. The Leafs might be the best team in hockey. I can't necessarily argue with you about that. Um, but again, that we've talked about it, right? The PTSD of losing in the first round every year. So can you enjoy it for 82 games? 
I will say this about the Leafs, and maybe I'm coming around a little bit. Stanley Cup futures right now, the Leafs are plus 1,300 to win the Stanley Cup. And you could say that's, that's a sucker's bet. It's ridiculous. Win around before we even talk about winning a Stanley Cup. But I would say this. If you are looking for value, I don't think you're going to get the Leafs at plus 1,300, guys, the rest of the way. I think if you want to make a, a, a Leaf Stanley Cup future bet, now is the time because they are really good and they are going to have a great regular season and Mitch Marner is going to score and Austin Matthews is going to score and Morgan Riley is going to come back. And by the time the playoffs roll around, they're going to be five, six or seven to one. Right. I, I just think that's how it's going. So if you do want this to be the year, I think now is the time to take the futures because I don't see it getting any lower. What do you think? I think you're right on spot with that. I think Toronto finally has to break this streak. So it's looking like this could be a year that they could make a run, especially if they have the refs on their side, like Sutter says. Uh, all right. There's some, uh, there's, there's some interesting ones tonight uh, on the ice, including uh, I pay close attention to the, the Devils-Rangers game. I think that's terrific. Uh, Oilers back in Minnesota tonight. You got uh, the Montreal Canadiens-Calgary Flames. All Canadian matchup should be fun. Uh, let's get to our best bets uh, Joe, we'll start with you. Do you have a uh, you have a prop you like tonight? Yeah, I'm looking at Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins to get that anytime goal. At home, he scored at least one goal in four of the last five games. I think he comes out strong and at plus 160. I can't look past him. To get a goal, it's going to be hard. Jake Ottinger expected in goal for the Dallas Stars, but we know these goals can come in on him, and Sidney Crosby, I think, is the best bet to get it. Crosby's probably having, Zach, the the is it fair to say the most underrated season in the nhl right now yeah and he does that all the time like no thinking one, about no the amount of years about Sid, no yeah. the amount of years he's done this over his career too where he just sneakily goes by he's above point per game he's playing incredible like he has all these highlight reel plays that pop up every now and then but otherwise it's just like he's just extremely consistent playing out of his mind and it doesn't get discussed and, and he's he's done this like a lot throughout his career which is kind of incredible considering he's one of the best players of all time like he's top 100 in the nhl's history yeah i don't think he's gonna pull the ovi i don't think this is a guy that's gonna play until he's 40 no. um but he's going but he could like he's gonna be effective until the day he retires and right now man he's, he's okay. playing he's playing some of his best regular season hockey in a long time pretty awesome mm -hmm. Yeah, and the uh, yeah. Penguins are looking the best that we've seen them um, this season as well, winning those yeah. last five games and, what, 21 goals in the last five games as well? So they're racking up these goals. Yeah, longest winning streak uh, in the NHL right now. They get Chris Letang back as well. Zach, you got a favorite prop tonight? Uh, yes, I do. My favorite one is Zach Hyman anytime goal, plus 210 right now. Um Look, he's second in the NHL right now in expected goals, and he's only got nine on the season. Playing on a line with Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, like these guys are racking up points. They've, they're the first duo at 100 so far to start this season. It's it's incredible what those two guys are doing. And you're going to play on a line with them. At some point, you're going to find a way to put the puck in the back of the net. I think Zach's, Zach Hyman's due for a goal here. We saw it in the playoffs last year where he started the playoffs, generating a lot of chances, wasn't able to bury. And then eventually it came around and he was able to find one. I just think at any given moment here, Zach Hyman's going to break through in plus 210. Uh, 
I, I like that from him. I also will just say quickly, I'm not putting this as a best bet, but Evgeny Malkin anytime goal in that Pittsburgh game as well is plus 230 right now. I think it's worth a look, but n- not a best bet on that one. Yeah, it's a big price for a guy like Malkin. It's been yeah. funny to watch Hyman because he's, I mean, you know in Toronto too, he's a great player. He's all around it. He has so many chances every game, and the last week or so he's had a couple of goals waved off and disallowed like the guy can't buy one but when you're yeah. when you're but when you're buzzing like that they they eventually start to go in that's for sure uh my favorite prop uh, i'm going to that oilers and wild game it's in minnesota tonight and these two teams have met up a couple of times uh in the last couple of weeks and they've split oilers uh, uh last time they were in minnesota it was kind of the 3 a.m chicago game it was a really easy puck line bet on the wild and uh, minnesota was was back in town this weekend, Oilers looked uh, really good on uh, on Friday night and uh, and knocked off the Wild uh, four to four to two, I believe it was. Anyway, the one thing about the Oilers, they're playing pretty good hockey right now, but they still give up a ton of shots. Um, they're trying to limit the grade A scoring chances, but um, you know Jeff Skinner's facing 35-40 every night. He had to make fifty saves against Washington, one of their worst games of the season earlier in the week. So. I'm on the Minnesota Wild uh, shot props tonight. I think it's going to be a, a great game. Um, I'm not saying the Oilers are going to lose this one, but you can find uh, Kaprizov if you boost it up to five-plus shots, which feels like he gets every night if you have him on your DraftKings team. Uh, Kaprizov, five shots is plus 112. And uh, Matt Boldy's playing on the top power play unit. He's a goal scorer. He likes to shoot the puck. And if you go uh, a four-shot night for Matt Boldy, so over three-and-a-half, it pays plus 145. So – I could see the Wild having 40, 45 shots tonight. They did the other night in Edmonton, so I'll go with those two guys. I like it. Yeah, and I mean, that. I, I think, too, on top of that, like Edmonton's defense, as much as they are playing good hockey, their defense is still going to give up chances. Like, they're going to give up chances, and you're picking two guys on Minnesota who are going to be all around it, so yeah. I like those. And we don't know who's going to start tonight. I, I man, I would I would imagine they're going back to Skinner. They're riding this guy. Tough game to give Campbell in uh, in Minnesota. Maybe wait for a back to back. All right, best bets tonight. Lines, totals. Uh, Joe, what do you got? Oh, I've got to look at this Calgary Flames game versus the Montreal Canadiens. We know the Montreal Canadiens have owned the Calgary Flames, winning the last four games. All four of them have come in as an underdog. Now this line is so high for Calgary at minus two twenty here on the money line. I have to fade it and take the Montreal Canadiens on that puck line at plus one and a half. We're getting that right around the minus 140 mark. I'm also going to sprinkle on that money line. We saw the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday night actually play a pretty solid game against the LA Kings. They were able to fight back in that one, but that empty netter just killed them there that the Kings were able to get. I don't know if you guys watched that, but the puck traveled so slowly down the ice to get in that net. I thought it was going to stop before it got there. But Montreal actually played a solid game. And with how hard they played Calgary, Calgary's just been so inconsistent scoring-wise. I think this is another tight game. The last two games between these two has been decided within that goal as well. So Calgary could break this losing streak against Montreal, but I don't see them blowing them out of the water. Yeah, you uh, you have a, a, a probably a better read on on your Flames than I do. I, I just remember that last time they met up, and yeah, the Flames and and or sorry, the the Habs, and you you picked them in that one. Uh, yeah. You called it, and it was a great underdog money line win. But man, Jake Allen had to be unbelievable. What did he make? Forty five saves that night. So part of crazy. me does, yeah, part of me does wonder if this is a bit of a you know after 
Sutter's tirade that Zach was talking about. Maybe a get right game for the Flames, but yeah, we'll see. I, I do probably like a, a Toffoli goal. He always seems to hand it to his to his old teams. You know, he did against Vancouver, he, yeah. and he probably does against Montreal too. Toffoli's another one of those players. He just digs deep every single game, plays his heart out, and um, I could see it happening, Andrew. Uh, Zach, what's your favorite uh, bet tonight, line or total? What do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Oilers-Wild game here. The first period over two, finding that plus 120 right now. Um, I just don't trust the goaltending in Edmonton, regardless of who's in that net necessarily. I think Skinner's the better option right now for sure. I think he can find it, but I think part of the problem is just that the Oilers give up a lot of chances, as we kind of talked about. I think both these teams are capable of scoring a lot of goals. Neither of them are the greatest team defensively, and if you get Gustafsson in net for the Wild, which it looks like it might be no confirmation on it yet that I've seen, um, but I think that that just kind of leans towards more opportunities for the Oilers to even score there so first period over two plus 120 I think that's a I think that's gonna be my best bet there uh my best bets I'm kind of going on game script here and I'm gonna make a few of them actually on the Devils and the Rangers tonight Devils uh unbelievable record this season they've been terrific it's hard to be really good for 82 games right though there's gonna be some some rises and falls in there some ups and downs and the Devils uh probably coming off their worst game of the season at least uh in the last few weeks they gave up six to the islanders over the weekend and lost that game so you got the rangers tonight and they're playing a little better and igor shesterkin's playing finally a little better his record looks good but you know the save percentage some of the goals he's given up this season um looked a little different than his Vezina winning trophy last year but i like shesterkin and goal tonight so there's a few different bets i'm gonna hit uh, I, I do like the Rangers at about even money. They're a slight dog, but I like the way they're playing. I'm going to take a first period draw tonight um, at plus 180, and I'm going under six tonight for the Devils and the Rangers. Um, and the, the first period draw just protects me a little bit in case I'm, uh, uh, I'm wrong and maybe it's 2-2 after the first or something like that. I'd be on track to lose the under, but maybe I'll win that draw bet. So that's what I'm on. I'm on a Rangers bet. Or, sorry, a Rangers win, uh, first period draw, and under six total. I'm, pic- I'm picturing a 0-0 first period and then an eventual Rangers 3-2 win. That's, that's what I'm looking at tonight. When you see it that clear, Andrew, I think you're going to be totally on the right side. Calling <laughs> those scores. I like it. Would you put that exact I, score I so. in, 3-2? Pardon me? Would you put that exact score in, 3-2? Yeah, three to two, or just knowing how I get screwed on totals, maybe four two empty netter, and then I push the total. That's probably that's probably how it goes. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right, some great games tonight. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter, uh, Edgework Show, and of course the Hammer HQ, and find us on the Edgework YouTube as well. We'll be back with you next Monday and catch the other crew uh, coming in tomorrow with Edgework at ten thirty Eastern, seven thirty Pacific. Uh, Joe, Zach, have a great night. You too. Yeah, all the best. Thank you. You too. All right, this is Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network.